I think people have naturally they have their own pace, but it gets um, screwed up with by peer group pressure or by them putting pressure on themselves and often yes. going passing through the stages mm. at the wrong time for them. Whereas I had strength or stubbornness or lack of opportunity, whatever it was, which meant that I was going through stuff at my own pace. But yes, I think there can also point. be like a delayed development thing. So, you know, mum and dad broke up. Um, I was in a very probably um, protective environment, mm. very safe environment. I was not exposed. I mean, in a, um, a, a single sex school, so not not exposed every day, like around guys not that that would have made any difference to my situation Mm. I don't think but it might have like I might have had more opportunity to um explore that a bit more Mm. but maybe not in a good way because I wouldn't have been ready Mm. um it it is interesting because yes I think you're very right like everyone has their own timeline I do think a lot of time particularly a lot of girls timelines gets disrupted yeah and it is accelerated accelerated yeah Yeah. and it's really interesting because i constantly think back to like being in year seven do you remember when uh asked me out out. yes i do and i said no yes and i often see that as a bit of a fork in the road yeah yeah because not long later i can't remember who i think was asked she said yes and then like yes broke up with him like a week later she didn't yeah. actually like him but in the moment she said yes kind of yeah thing. and that just shows a completely different um um anyone should say sorry rose rose um was asked out yeah and she yeah she said yes and then they broke up very quickly afterwards and i do think it shows like a different way of thinking about the situation it's someone yeah. who's willing to engage or, or ready to engage and mm. someone who's not and if you yeah. are ready to engage yeah your timeline will be changed by the people you're engaging with. And that, I think, definitely did happen with Rose with, like, a few different things. But she may not have been ready. It might not have been on her timeline, but she said yes, you said no. Sure. But maybe she just couldn't say no for whatever reason or felt she couldn't or didn't want to and then thought about it later and was like, no. And I know you said she didn't like him and it might have been different if she did like him. Sure. But I think people don't always, especially when put on the spot. Know how to say no, of course. And, like, that's. But it's really interesting because I remember looking back at that particular school and be like, wow, I wonder if things would have been different if I had yeah. said yes. Yeah. You know, would would I have dated more people? Because I do think that, mm. <laughs> like, particularly at that age or with the people that you have around you and how kind of, like, underdeveloped everyone is as people and particularly the boys, yeah. it's like, yeah, if you're going to wait until you really click and have that meaning of minds with someone and that big soul connection, that's probably not happening in high school. Like, I yeah. don't know, maybe some people really did find it like massive soulmates. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're not experiencing that soulmate kind of love and obsession 100%, but I just think a lot of people start dating because like, why not? Or like they yeah. asked or like, I guess, or like, mm. you know, all these other reasons. And then they yeah. kind of get swept up in the relationship romance of it. Then it becomes this thing. But I think yeah. at the beginning, it's just a lot of people just trying and, like, I do wonder, yeah, like, what everyone's kind of more natural timelines would be if there wasn't that kind of social pressure to mm. try. And if you're not trying, you're a bit weird or you're a bit odd or you're yeah. rigid or you're, you yeah. know, yeah. undesirable, all this kind of stuff. Exactly. You know, because here I am again at the age of 25 and I feel like there's been two people in my life that I've clicked with 
and yeah. I didn't meet either before I was 21, you know. It's interesting. And I think people should be able to try without getting locked into things, but it doesn't seem to be the case. No. Or without being kind of taken or moving down a, a particular path mm. it can feel very hard to get off. Yeah, and, like, the amount of people I, I saw and I know that had, like, those intense three, four, five-year relationships that started in high school and were quite damaging in certain yeah. ways to them and quite, you know, they've got a lot of stuff still because of that. And it's like, you know, if you're in high school, you would think that, oh, my God, it's going to be over in six months, a year, because you're teenagers. The idea yeah. of something that's going to impact your life for four or five years is like mm. that's kind of insane and I don't think that many people would enter into it if they knew that that's what the result would be, but that yeah. the time commitment to a person. Yeah, and I remember being at a school a few years ago and talking to one of the teachers and um, it was, you know, year 10 teacher or year 11 teacher and she said that one of the female students came to her mm. and um, was sort of had been sexually active for quite a while and sort of had had quite a lot of sex with quite a lot of different people and was just not happy with sort of where she found herself. And the teacher said to her, you do know that you can just stop. I mean, you can stop. Mm, mm. You, you don't have to be someone who's having sex. Yeah, and, take a and, break. And it was kind of like, you know, often the obvious things or what we think might be obvious to people, mm -hmm. they don't consider, they don't really see that it is possible. How is that possible? But, yeah, then that and, and that girl kind of just went, oh, mm. oh, and it was kind of like this – relief of yeah I can just I can decide that you know um, and I think it is this mentality it's like once you start having sex it's like the seal is broken you yeah, are and open. it's a one-way street there's no going back or something mm, like that and yeah. it's not true and I think it is like you know yeah I do think it's good just generally to take breaks from time to time like that's yeah. why I think being single is really great and having just time to yourself is really great yeah. because it does allow you to be like great, I am more than just like a vessel for this thing and for someone else's sexual attraction or uh, desire, you know, yeah. and brings you back to yourself, which I think can be quite hard, particularly when you're younger, to to feel and to, to know. And it also activates and, the people around, like, you know, and you've you've alluded to mm. this or mentioned this before, like once, once someone is known to have had sex and let's say, I mean, it's going to be a girl, you know, mm. often the guys, they know, they know about that, um, whether it's true or not, like we know mm. that there can be a lot of rumour um, and we also know that, that girls tend to downplay the amount of sexual experience they've had, They mm. under they, whereas guys exaggerate it. That's yes. a, a really big generalisation but that tends to be how it works because mm. women are penalised and, mm. and labelled negatively mm. for being sexually active and guys are kind of like mm -hmm. lauded. Um mm. What was I saying? So, yeah, it can sort of activate and I felt that's the situation that this girl was in. She, it was activated and it was like there would then be a lot of pressure coming from guys. Um, well, because, yeah, then you have to start saying no, which is also very yes. hard because you're yeah. trying to change it from that assumed yes to an assumed yeah. no. You yeah. haven't had sex. Majority of people, even though they'll try their yeah. hardest to change that to a yes, then yeah. is that assumed no. Yes. And then once you start having regular yeah, sex, it's, it's about assumption. Yes. And yeah. like that's very hard to work against. Mm. And I think it's not just with sex, but it's like, yeah, with anything, like like saying that experience, if I'd said yes to that guy going out with him in year seven, 
that yeah. starts to build assumed yes. You ask Lily out, she'll probably say yes. What the reality was, it was an assumed no. Slowly out, it exactly. will be a no, which was true, but it meant yeah. that no one did that then, you know. But I also do think, like, the more experience I have with relationships and being with people, it is addictive. You know what I mean? Being in a relationship, having a partner is, it's addictive. You know what I mean? It's a lovely feeling. We all love it. And it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But if you kind of start that addiction at 15 or 14, mm. by the time you get to 24, you're like, you're well into it. You're. But it's also only when it's good. I mean, it's not addictive if it's bad. Like you're just talking about the good feelings of being loved sure, no, and but loving and in a relationship. No, I think it is addictive if it's bad. That's how people oh, get right. into get continuous bad relationships. They seek the same emotional pattern oh, right. they had before. Like this is all developing. But how do, you think we... it's, do you think it's the actual relationship that's addictive or is it aversion to being single? I think it's a bit of both. I think the more time you spend with someone else, the more you fear being alone and I don't notice that in my experience and that's been huh. surprising yeah um i think obviously you know people get to the point where they really crave and they really want to and they go out and they'd be single and they'd be solo and they do all that great stuff but i just in my experience of what i'm learning is yeah. the more that i'm in the relationships yeah. the more i'm finding it hard to transition back to being single right. and that mm. anecdotally is from what i've seen there for people who are in relationships a lot a big aversion to being single, a big fear to being alone and being single. And I think you then, yeah, you're addicted to being with someone, whatever that looks like, whether that's good or bad. God, that's worrying. Do you think it's the same for guys? I think guys can be some of the most needy people in the world. So, yeah, 100%. I think, you know, there's that kind of mentality that guys are there, like sowing their wild oats. They don't care. They don't want a relationship a lot. But they're all just like, at times it seems like little children just wanting to come into some safe harbor of your bosom and <laughs> and live there forever and you're just like what? <laughs> like you've already been a parasite to another woman don't try come up in here mm, you know yeah. entrench yourself yeah um, mm. and so i i think i think one of the biggest moments and that's why they get so upset when a, a real baby comes along yeah they can't handle it they're like i'm so sorry what Something else yeah, is suckling at your bosom. teeth. Yeah. This is my bosom. <laughs> and I do think it's like, I do wonder if, you know, so much of what we're told women are like, we're told by men, right? Women are yeah, yeah. emotional. Women are yeah. hysterical. Women are irrational. I know women to be some of the like most clear, blunt, logical, yeah. you know, practical people I know, and then to be some of the most emotionally irrational people I know. So I, anytime we come across this, like women love relationships, women want to be in love, women yeah. want to be in relationships. I am obviously like just going to be naturally critical of it and just be like, is that true? Is that what we're just being told by men who want us to continuously? Support not them just men and but, be but in relationships society and yeah. just all the kind of popular culture everything the messaging is to that end everywhere church church you know like that people need to be in relationships heterosexual relationships to have children i mean every at every turn yeah <laughs> and also so many of these things and like yeah narratives that we hear are stuff that that has been around for so long, stuff that was being said back when we thought, you know, you could tell whether someone was going to be a criminal based on how 
big their skull was. Like this yeah. is like the science that was out and we had people like Freud being like everyone wants to fuck each other or whatever he was saying. Like these were scientists. These I think were he was saying women want, women want penises and men want to sleep with their mothers maybe. Yeah, or whatever it was, <laughs> Oedipus. But like that's my point is like stuff that we take as like fact about the genders were yeah. being created and written in medical journals at a time when science and yeah. medicine were literally just like quacks and hoax and just being like cool write it down because we think it might be right and i'm gonna go sleep with my patients now because that's science and it's like great uh, and so we really just hold it to be true so i don't know i think i don't know where i'm going with this rap but um yeah be critical guys never think about stuff because I think it's have a bullshit. Think. Everybody have a think. Have a <laughs> think. Everyone have a think. Because yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think women are I think I think both everyone is gonna be addicted to relationships and everyone is gonna be fearful of, of being single. I don't think that that's a gender thing. And right. it's it's a personal thing, you know, some people more or less are inclined to one or the other based on their emotional landscape and their kind of trauma and their shit. But yeah, that kind of generalization that women are, want that and men don't, I think, is absolute bullshit. Yeah, true. Mm. 